Hello again, and welcome to Work Well with Stephanie Wolf, brought to you by the Whole Food Health Coach LLC, where we make your goals our goals, and you're never alone on your wellness journey. Experience the information, inspiration, and collaboration of our Coach in Your Corner partnership. My name is Stephanie Wolf. I'm a National Board Certified Health and Wellness Coach and proud owner of the Whole Food Health Coach, now in its eighth year and four-time winner of Best of Gwinnett. Hope you'll vote for us again this year. Together with newly certified health coach Rachel Souza, we invite you to visit wholefoodhealthcoach.com to set up your 60-minute healthy living assessment. Our award-winning three-phase program is changing lives, and we'd love to work with you to change yours. WorkWell is brought to you weekly and is dedicated to your personal and professional health and wellness. I offer examples from my own life, health, marriage, family, and business, and I share my research, my opinion, my faith, and I hope to be bringing you more and more compelling content, engaging challenges, and practical body, soul, and spirit support for your wellness journey. WorkWell comes to you from my personal desire to live long and strong with passion and purpose, die of old age, and help others to do the same. So now, from living rooms to boardrooms via Business Radio X, you are listening to Work Well with Stephanie Wolf. Okay, let's do this. If you've been listening to my podcast, you know that each week the theme is inspiration and information. So my goal is to fuel your excitement and generate movement towards your own personal healthier self. So I encourage you to challenge yourself. Change something, improve something, let go of something, pick up something, start something, restart something, or at least begin a healthy self-dialogue. So in recent podcasts, we have focused on my clean concepts for healthy living, character, how you care for yourself, those core values. Every choice matters. Remember, strong, healthy, and smart, or weak, sick, and dumb. Lifestyle. Live to tell your story. Everything starts with you and everything is fueled by why. Exercise. Sit, walk, stand. Sit up right now. Engage your core. Get up off the couch. Movement is medicine. Attitude. How you think really challenges how you move and how you act and it really fuels those attitudes and attitudes become actions. So our body will go where our mind takes us. Believe you can, you'll have a better chance. And if you need help, go to the Create Your Wellness Vision and get started podcasts that we've done recently. Nutrition, food is fuel. It's not your friend or your enemy. It's not your counselor. It's not a comforter. And make sure that you stop eating crap. Science Lab food is destroying our bodies and our immune system, which is something that we need desperately to fuel and keep strong. So today, our topic is work smarter. So to work well, we need to work smart. But first, in this first part, we're going to talk about the list that I created about why people fail or why there's failure involved in the health and wellness attempts that people try to reach their fitness and weight goals. By the way, I know right now I'm taping this in November, so I get it. I realize it's November and we're headed for holidays. And you can listen to this podcast probably at another time, but there's always some special occasion that you're having to work around. So if you need help getting started, listen to Get Started podcast a a while back. 
Now, if you have your pen and paper, you may want to stick with me on this one and write some things down to see if maybe there's some areas in your life or past where you have failed because of some of these things. But before we get into that, let's raise our endorphins with a healthy laugh to start things off. I'm calling this one a smarter 80-year-old man. An 80-year-old man was taking his daily walk through the park when he heard a tiny voice calling out to him. Hey, mister, psst, mister. The man looked all around and spotted a little frog sitting in the grass looking up at him. Hey, mister, said the frog. A wicked witch cast a spell on me and turned me into this ugly little frog. If you will kiss me, I'll turn back into a beautiful princess and be forever grateful to you. The man reached down, picked up the frog, put it in his pocket, and proceeded to walk on. The frog called out to him again, Hey, mister, didn't you hear me? I said if you'll kiss me, I'll turn back into a beautiful princess and be forever grateful to you. The man kept walking and replied, I heard you. But at my age, I'd rather just have a talking frog. (laughs) That's a man working smarter. So how are we going to overcome these top 10 reasons for failure? First of all, let's investigate some of these things that I've learned over my eight years of being a health and wellness coach. The first thing I've discussed also in these podcasts or previous podcasts No clear why is the first one. So SMART goals, if you're familiar with them, are specific. And a lot of times people don't have a specific, strong, and powerful why. So why do you want this? Why now? Why is it so important? So it might be because of health concerns. You just visited the doctor. You got your blood work done. The numbers aren't good. And you're making a decision. And that decision needs to be made. There's some change, perhaps, in your future if you're not willing to make that the t- hard choices. And then the second is family. Maybe our external motivators and those people who love us are probably leaning into certain areas of our life if we are feeling like we're weaker in one area or if they feel like we're weaker in one area. But sometimes it's family. I want to keep up with my kids. I hear that a lot. Or I want to keep up with my grandkids. I want to live long for my kids and for my grandkids and be around to walk them down the aisle and and see my grandkids be born and all that fun stuff. Those are some strong whys, again, that core value. And then maybe it's athletic performance. I work with a lot of athletes, so sports are very um, motivating to people, and it can be a strong why, so improving athletic performance. But if you don't have a strong why or a clear why, that may be one of those top 10 reasons that you have not been successful in numbers correction. A clearly defined problem is half the solution. You've heard me say that before. Number two is no specific goal. How much, how many, by when? How many inches would you like to lose? How much weight? Building muscle, how are you gonna know? Aging well is one of those things that all of us focus on after the age of 30, 40, even 50, and for me, over 60. I think, I need to build more muscle, so there are things I have to do. I can't just say, well, hopefully that'll work out, or I'll get 
more, or better, those aren't specific enough. And then when it comes to health, what numbers do you want to correct? How are you going to bring those numbers down? Where are they now? And where do you want them to be? Or where do they need to be? So that specific goal or having no specific goal in mind with how much, how many, by when could be holding you back. You can't change what you can't measure. The third thing is no set direction or path or plan for achievement. And again, this is these things work hand in hand with each other. So those top three are pretty important. How will I achieve this? What will I do daily? Or what will it take daily for me to accomplish this? When can I do this? I do an agenda map during our healthy living assessment, and it helps me to hear what you're going through, what you need, where you've been, where you are now, and where you want to go. And then we can help set that plan so that you can find the success that you're looking for. And that agenda map helps us both to be on the same page. So you can do that for yourself as well if you follow these directions. And if you haven't had a plan in the past, or maybe you've had a plan in the past, but you didn't reach your goal, there may be some reasons for that as well in these other steps other reasons that I'm listing for you. So the next one is number four, not passionate enough or excited about the process. You have to stay excited about the process. You can't just be excited about the beginning or the middle. You got to stick with it through to the end. Now I have 22 years as what I call a student of nutrition and I'm still certifying in mental health and positive psychology. I'm focused all the time on educating myself so that I can be better for you. So what I bring to you is valuable and you need to do that for yourself too. I did it for years and years before I became a health and wellness coach. I did it for myself. It meant a lot to me and it meant so much that I had to figure out what do I need and how can I reach the goals that I want for myself. So education will continue to keep you passionate about your goal and education on that topic or on the same topic where your goals are. And education in that area or information will keep you engaged in the process. Education will grow your passion and excitement. The more you learn about it, the more you want to do, and the more healthy you can become, and the more passionate about the process will help you to get to your goal a lot quicker and with more excitement. Number five is don't allow distractions because those distractions can excuse or derail um, you and excuses can derail you and I don't don't know if I've used this particular saying in the past with you but excuses are like armpits we all have them and they all stink so excuses will always find a way to excuse ourselves if we're looking for distractions but we can easily get distracted this is your life we're talking about Like I've told you in the past, you can get another car, you can get another computer, but you're not getting another body. So how are you taking care of it? And what will you allow or not allow to distract you from what you're looking for? No one controls your life but you. I can give you the information and I can inspire you, but only you control what you're going to do for yourself. Again, the next one is something we're all guilty of. Number six, bad self-talk. You believe what you tell yourself, and it may have started with comments that others have said about you, and we can continue to remind ourselves, well, you know, I haven't ever been able to do that. 
can't never could. We always had that saying at our house. I can't do that. Well, can't never could. And can, will, and does. So you have to have enough cans in your vocabulary to get where you want to go. You live what you repeat to yourself. So if somebody else has said something to you and you continue to repeat that in your head, then you've got to stop that recording. You've got to stop and change that recording because you can you can change things if wishes were horses beggars would ride I love that saying and I didn't really understand it much when I heard it the first time my sister Ellen um, shared that with me so many times as I was growing up and I, I, I just shake it off I didn't really understand it but I will not I wish because wishes don't change anything there's a lot of people that wish things were different will make things different and another one's, I'll try. I always hear that one, I'll try. And that's so wishy-washy. It's not, I've got this. Let's do this. I'm in this to win it. You know, in it to win it. Those things matter. And what you say to yourself really matters. If you say you can, the chances of you being able to are much higher. You've heard me say that before. So it will always be this way. It's another way to settle for things that aren't good for you or or just settle into those excuses that you've lived with most of your life. It never changes until you decide that it changes. So one thing that I do, I have a 30-day goal almost all the time. I haven't been as good at it lately, but I have a whiteboard in my workout room. And for 30 days of workouts, I write on the workout board or the whiteboard at the end of my workout. And it's just a little quick one-liner, and I'm going to read a few of them. I'm not going to read all 30, so there's definitely not time for that. But I wrote this. This, this is my last. This is it, Mike. I, um, I actually took a picture of my whiteboard to prove I actually do this. So here's one. Life's too short to shorten it. I wrote that profound isn't it I can I did I do I will that was another one consistency is key I win when I do here's one I am too blessed to be stressed I can do something about it there's another one I came I saw I did <laughs> sometimes they're not as profound but they're nice and reminders that I was here I was here. I did this. Another one is armed and ready for the big day. There must have been something going on that day. And here's another one. No good reason not to. I exercise my will to exercise my body is another one. I had to first decide I'm going to do it to get down there and get it done. My choices matter. Every day I matter. 40 minutes, 40 hours work this week. Happy Monday to me. See, not always very profound. My freedom drives me. I can, I have, I will. Obviously, I say that one often. And another one, this is how we do it. This was on, looked like day 39. All systems fighting ready. I like that one. And the last one I wrote down was, I choose life. It's up to me to make those choices for myself. So you've got to get in the game with your brain. Ooh, that's a good one. Get in the, get in the game, game, sorry. Get in the game with your brain. I like that. All right, number seven, not surrounded by friends of the process. We all have 
frenemies. And sometimes they're great people who have great meaning in our life, but sometimes they're more on the negative side and they tend to want to want us to be there with them. We all have some of those people that, you know, we go out with and, and maybe it's uh, the the peer pressure or let's call it whatever. We, we have peer pressure, all of us, no matter what age we are. And then we also have those friends that are on the same page we are. They're in the same process. They really want to live long and strong with passion and purpose and die of old age. I like hanging out with those people, or maybe they like hanging out with me and I can be those people in their life. So who in your world wants you to succeed, whether it's that next lifting goal that you have or that faster running pace that you want or that next marathon or half marathon or triathlon or Ironman. My son's an Ironman. Go, Chad. And then who in your family wants you to succeed? Obviously, we've got a lot of them, spouses and kids and friends. How about coworkers? Because sometimes our coworkers can bring all kinds of stuff into the workspace that are not necessarily engaging that process and surrounding that process that we're on. And it's okay to have a bite here or there, special occasions. They bring in a cake for birthday. We've got to celebrate with them. But every day can't be a special occasion. And if it is, then we may find ourselves not following through with those things that we want for our life. And again, our coworkers, our neighbors, our friends, even our family members, they have goals of their own. And you are responsible for your own goals and your own passion. Those things you want for yourself, they can't do them for you. You have to do them for you. You can say yes to things, but just know when you say yes to something, you're saying no to something else. So maybe joining a walking club or a healthy book club or, you know, there's all kinds of ways, hiking groups and things like that, where you can be involved in the process that you um, are wanting to achieve in your own life and, and helping others, too, when you join. Number eight, poor lifestyle choices. Obviously, that's the one that's kind of the bottom line for all of us. We have a business first mindset sometimes. I've got to get the work done. I don't have time to eat. I don't have time to eat well. Hurry, let me just swing in here and grab something or not eat at all, which is not good for your systems that you're wanting to live a long and strong life by. A lot of people think, well, I'm cutting my calories. I'm only eating one meal a day. Not a good idea unless that's what you want to live with the rest of your life because you've set point your body and your body's going to expect that forever and you're not going to get a healthy existence that long and strong. Your body needs nutrition and it needs it on a regular basis. So we can't have a business first mindset. We have to be a self selfish person in this area and take care of yourself so that your business, you'll have business to do or that you'll be able to do your business do your business. That's kind of funny. The, the next in that category of poor lifestyle choices is listening to the desires of the flesh. We all have them. I have taste buds just like you do, but I've retrained my taste buds to like things that my body likes. And I like feeling good. So I like to choose the foods that make me feel good. Today, I had to bring a little lunch with me, so I've got my, what I call the creamy high enzyme dessert, which is also a, a mini meal for me. So it's plain yogurt with a little flax oil in it and some honey. I mix that up and drop some great healthy granola that I enjoy. 
and make. It's not like the granola you may buy in the store. And then some blueberries, and I've got that ready to go for me. So sometimes listening to the desires of the flesh might be convenience. And the only thing about something that's convenient is that it's convenient. So don't follow the world's ways of cheap, easy foods and that convenience foods. Make whatever you want and make it convenient. It's convenient for me. It's right here beside me. Also in those poor lifestyle choices is allowing emotions to rule us. I always say don't drink your calories. Not a good idea in any way, shape, or form. And definitely not eating your emotions or, or those sad um, or depressed or defle- defeated or discouraged or even happy. Uh, you don't, don't want to eat those emotions. And it leads to addictions like alcohol or smoking or sugar or too much sitting. It's easy to fall prey to those poor lifestyle choices, but not if you're listening to work well. Nine is wrong eating habits. And this is something that I talk about a lot because food is fuel. I've told you this before, but so many people have been on so many diets, too many diets. Diets have a starting and an ending, and it should be just a way of life. So the first thing to know is nutrition is 70% of the equation of your health. It's how your body responds. Fuel those systems well, and they will treat you well for a really long time. And then thinking you're eating right. That's another one. I hear that a lot. I eat all right. Well, the worst lies we tell are the lies we tell ourselves. So what if you don't? What if you just don't know how to do what's right or eat what's right for you? Thinking you know what to do and you just need to do it. I hear that a lot. Well, you don't know what you don't know until you know it. And you need to know what you need to know now. Things change over time. The things I used to be able to do, I can't get away with anymore. I always say, I have to work twice as hard to look half as good. So just be willing to go the extra mile and know what you need now for yourself. Wisdom is knowledge applied. I can share a lot of wisdom. I can inspire and, ins- and give you the information, but you have to apply it. That's what makes you wise when you apply what you're learning. People who have been on diets for years and are still obese or overweight, something's not working. And so figuring out what that is is really important for your health. And know what you need to know before you need to know it, before the doctor tells you you need to know it. The hardest thing I deal with as a health and wellness coach is people counting calories and not counting nutrients because they just don't understand. Because they've been on so many diets, they just assume that reducing calories is the key. But reducing bad and empty calories is the key. Your body can utilize a lot of food if it's the right kind of food. It'll use it up and it won't store it. You gotta figure out what that is. And then the second thing is the scale. Leaning on that total number on the scale. And that helps them to see how much they weigh. And that weight versus health creates some really bad habits. I focus on health. Numbers don't lie. So 
Inside Tracker is something I've talked to you about before, and I'll talk to you about it again because analyzing your body's own data is what Inside Tracker does. And my listeners for WorkWell podcast get 20% discount just by logging into Whole Food Health Coach dot com and checking on the offers that are there and you can put in codes work well 20 and get 20 percent off of that blood work because blood work doesn't lie the last thing i want to say to you in this particular series of 10 things that we're focused on that can create failure in you reaching your goal is no coach no coach because I'm a health coach, and what I do is help you to, t- I can actually tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. A coach will lead you where you want to go. They just need to know where you want to go. And a coach will teach you what you don't know. Because like I said, a lot of times we think we know what we need to know. Even great golfers need a good golf coach, good Football players need good coaches, and they have coaches in every category in that uh, on the field. And then a coach will define the plan or help you define the plan of action for yourself. A coach can keep you accountable for your plan of action, and a coach will cheer you on when you need it and correct you when you need it. A coach will believe in you when you don't believe in yourself. I always say I have enough faith for both of us. A coach will remind remind you of your why and all those other nine reasons why people failed when they tried it on their own. You have me as a coach. You're listening for free. I'm not charging you for this. And I appreciate the fact that you're listening and learning. That's important to me. But failure, actually the word refers to the state or condition of not meeting a desired or intended objective and may be viewed as the opposite of success. But in my opinion, it's only a failure if you don't learn anything from the experience that you can put to work for you next time. So change the attitude, change the process, change the outcome, and you'll change your future, your future. Most of my clients start off with goals and desires that they've had for many years but you lost the ability to see, or they'd lost the ability to see them come to pass, so they gave up, often acting like it wasn't important to them, but it is important to them. It's still somewhere in your mind and in your heart, fulfilling the quote, if at first you don't succeed, remove all evidence that you've tried. Well, not on my watch, not as a coach, not as a good coach. Failure is not an option. I care, and that's what matters to me because you matter to me. So I'm investing in you. You've been listening to Work Well with Stephanie Wolf, brought to you by the Whole Food Health Coach, where we make your goals our goals, and you're never alone on your wellness journey. If you are new to this program, I invite you to listen in to all of the previous podcasts to get caught up. You can do it on any podcast channel that you listen to. Know the who, the what, and the why of my health coaching. Tune in every week to hear what's going on in the work well world. Information about classes and upcoming virtual events are, and also, of course, our individual coaching programs go to wholefoodhealthcoach.com. Our coaching is done virtually 
anywhere in the country. We've got some great classes coming up this week and every week. I'm Stephanie Wolf, wishing you well personally and professionally. See you next week or live or on your favorite podcast channel. Until then, choose life. <laughs>